Oh hi Sam. Oh hi dear. incredibly loud happy new year happy new year we know we already spoke to you in 2019 but you have just stumbled into the new year's episode hello welcome back welcome back um resolutions for 2019 what are they my resolutions i didn't make many resolutions although i i wrote down some goals because need to do that still i haven't gone I've, around this is the first year i haven't like done it yeah no i i definitely you know i just want to like keep succeeding at school all that stuff but then I also realized oh like I'm gonna be applying for grad school in the year 2019 which is like like we're gonna be doing all of these big big things so mostly my goals are to um not fail to succeed in our careers um but also I want to eat healthier I've learned more so how to cook Making actual meals and not just eating dominoes every couple days. Um, and I want to go to bed earlier, but am I going to? Probably not. Yeah, that's that's a resolution I don't really want to keep. <laughs> that, <laughs> I've decided my resolution that I'm going to break is going to bed earlier. Yeah, that's fair. I think I am going to do, yeah, school nonsense. Mm, maybe be better at, like... Telling people to leave me alone. Yeah, that's always a good resolution. Yeah. Number one. I'm pretty good at it, but also not hey, at screw all. off. Yeah, like, maybe leave me alone. So, yeah, I have to, like, do some thinking, though. There's a lot of stuff I've got to um, think about before I can commit to the overall goals. But, yeah, 2019 is going to be a wild in very long year, I think. Yeah. I'm hoping for more travel because I did a lot of traveling in 2018, which mm-hmm. I really liked. So I'd like to do that again um, I this think year. My main, my main resolution is to just chill the fuck out. Yeah. You know? Not everything is important. No. And also, I've been being very existential lately. Yeah, I'm what's the point? Kind of like, why am I here? Me. Do people know me? You me know? constantly. Yeah. Just me for years. Where do I figure into this world of gas and stars? Also, I had a real crisis the other day. I was reading. NASA is very happy because um, the, what's it called? The New Exploration or, no, New Horizons. Yeah. um, Just passed Pluto. So it's the most distant object ever. 100.6 billion kilometers away from Pluto. What? Which is... That's that's too big I to wrap your head around. I am too small. <laughs> Nothing I do matters. Nothing anybody no. ever has done matters. That way that I spoke to the cashier at the grocery store the other day doesn't matter as much as I thought it did. Yeah. I said hi in a different tone than normal. I'm sure she didn't notice. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Nothing matters. Do your best. <laughs> And support uh, people who deserve it. Yes. That is another 2019 goal. Yeah. I've been decolonizing my bookshelves. 
That's a good, uh, good way to think of it. I try to, I've been grappling with what it means to be an ethical reader for a while. Yeah. And I'm trying to, but also deal with that I like what I like. And I'm yeah. trying to not feel guilty about the things that I like. Because I really like trash thrillers. Yeah. But for me, I'm really sick of reading trash thrillers written by men. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to read more written by women. Yeah. Which is pretty easy because they're dominating that field. But I'm also trying to read more like, um, like capital L literatures that are like outside the canon. Yeah. Which is fun. Um, and also just like nonfiction. I read a lot of nonfiction, but I'm trying to read more stuff I don't understand. Yeah. Which is interesting and fun. Yeah. It's all about... Ethical reading is very strange. It's hard. And like, I say this all the time, but like, if you think of like artists and authors and musicians as like a list, lately it's kind of just like you're going down the list and crossing off people who are problematic. So I've been trying to explore and discover people that, you know, aren't shitty people whose art that I can support and feel good about it. Yeah. Um, speaking of, shall we move into our reviews of the hottest TV and movies of the past few weeks? Yes. I finished my exams. I went into my one and only exam really not giving a fuck. (laughs) Um, because as soon as the last day of classes rolled around and I handed in my last big term paper, I was done and I did not give a shit. You checked out. I was very mentally checked out. I was exhausted. Um, this last semester was hard, so... For me, I was like, now commences me reading the books I want to read, mm-hmm. which I did. I got through a bunch of, like, books that I wanted to read mm-hmm. um, and watching trash television. But Beautiful. turns out, wasn't so trashy. Mm, that's a nice surprise. Dare I say, good. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, now I'm trying to find, I'm a little disappointed because I'm trying to find a show I can watch now. Um, that's entertaining enough, but having difficulty finding one. So, Sam and I just burnt through the series You. Yeah. Um, did you finish it in a day? Literally 24 hours, maybe? Yeah. Like, I, I, mine... I watched, like, five in one day, five the next day. Yeah. yeah. I think I finished it in, like, two days or something. Yeah. Like, it... I burned through it really fast, and it's at so first, good. you're kind of like, ooh, is this gonna be troubling or problematic? But... We've been talking about it a lot, and it was actually, like, pretty well done. Yeah. And it was frustrating for me, but in a way that I think that good TV is supposed to be frustrating. I agree. Like, it's about this guy who is terrible, and he's a stalker. And it's from his point of view. And it's his point of view, and it's very much about, like, it's a satire and, like, toxic masculinity and toxic maleness, Um, especially, like, white male. Like, white, hetero, male you know yeah you know and it was very very good in that it forces you to root for him which is a whole i really appreciate shows that do this that force you to be on the side of about something that isn't great yeah um but they do such a good job that i was like this is really terrific um and i really enjoyed that and then like i liked how though at the end it's very apparent that he's like not like you shouldn't root for him yeah 
if that makes sense. It makes you like, like, he's a likable character for a bit, but then you're, like, you grow increasingly frustrated with him. Oh, is that That will catch on fire. It's wood. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's a likable character for a bit, and then you're frustrated with him, and then you're like, oh, he's a horrible, horrible person. But it's so good. I would recommend it. Um, Yeah. And what else have we been watching? Um, Bandersnatch. The interactive Netflix Guys, film. you know this. I'm a huge Black Mirror fan. I've been watching Black Mirror for like seven years, yeah. six years. However long it's been out, I've been watching it. Mm-hmm. It is the epitome of excellent British television. But it's also like my favorite cult- cultural critique and like philosophical mm-hmm. show. It's so good. Um, and watching it is fantastic, but I've always wondered, like, watching it passively is an, is one thing, but yeah. then they came out with this whole, like, we're going to make it an interactive like, choose thing. choose your own adventure. And I've been hearing rumors about it for a couple months, but yeah. they haven't confirmed anything, and then just all of a sudden they were like, it's out. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I went and I watched it. And it forces you to choose the... I'm sure all of you watch it. I mean, everybody has done it by now. But what I loved about it is so meta in that it's forcing you to choose. and But the character is also aware that you're forcing him to choose. Yeah. Which is so interesting. And when you're yeah, talking about really a good. universe that's like Black Mirror and like what are the consequences to choices, that's basically what the show is. Yeah. It was like so perfectly done. And I'm glad that they did it with Black Mirror. But now I'm like, this is a whole other this world. This is a whole other thing that you can do with so many things. Yeah, because I have played video games that are like um, the same kind of thing where it's like a strict, I don't, I don't play enough video games to really know the lingo, but I think it's like closed world. I think that's what it is when it's like a strict storyline yeah. and then you follow along and yeah. you make your choices. I'm and plugging that, my note. I'm very, I <laughs> okay. apologize. And that determines kind of different endings and you can end up with different endings. So I was excited for what it would be like with something like this where it's a TV show and you have actors acting out all these different scenarios. Like it's yeah. super cool. Seamlessly, I might add. Yeah. Like no buffering required. Just fucking seamless. Yeah. So oh, I, I so am good. interested to see like will they do this? With a with other like with horror not movies? Black Mirror horror movies would be super cool. Super cool. I would love to do. Um, I don't know how you would do it with a comedy, but I'd be really interested to see if they could figure it out. Maybe like they could do it in maybe short form, something like that. Like you could. Yeah. Sam was saying before that you could tell it was like experimental. So. Yeah, like um, the only criticism that I have of it is that. It, w- it didn't feel like a complete Black Mirror episode because yeah. the decisions that you make affect how that is perceived. Yeah. And I could tell very much that it was a experiment of something new. So I'm interested to see when they've really learned mm-hmm. that. How yeah, because there was look. the different endings. Like, some of them were really short. Like, yeah, some of them I weren't a huge fan no, of. at one point I got to an ending and I was like, wow, like, it's done already. But you can kind of go back and choose another the ending. The only one that I really liked that Spoiler I felt alert, was... Com- fast forward if you don't want to hear it. Yeah, fast forward, like, 30 seconds. The only one that I felt really was, um, A, a Black Mirror ending. Yeah. But also, B, an ending that makes sense in the world that I just was living in mm-hmm. was the one where he, in the past, chooses to kill or die with his mom. And he dies the in the train. therapist's chair. Yeah. I thought that was, like, this is the Black Mirror world. 
It's yeah. familiar to me, but it's also, um, like, the most satisfying ending. All the other endings seemed a little too fast for me. And the other endings were a little... There were some of them that felt incomplete, like you yeah. should be doing something else. And I, I think the other thing I didn't love was there definitely were some choices where it was like, no, you just chose the wrong decision. Yeah, yeah. And that, like there was one time I chose something and the guy literally was like, you wrong chose path. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That's the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, which is, I liked that because it also is another one of their endings where he's like, well, it's the free whole will was, doesn't exist. It's an illusion. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, it was. It was, it was all very smart. It was cool. Very, very, like, I think it's something that's going to be written about academically, um, in general, many, but many, many times. But I do also think that, like, yeah, they should definitely give credit to video games, though. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. Um, Charlie Bro- Brooker, Broker, Brooker is literally my, fa- like, my favorite comedian, because mm-hmm. he's a comedian first, and, like, oh, okay. he is so funny, and he's really, like, this is where I got this from. Mm-hmm. This. this was my idea. <laughs> this, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he's already kind of talked about that, because he oh, okay. really loved video games when he was a kid, and the storyline story is, is a video game. It's, and it's loosely based on his... His, like, start? Char- childhood and oh, shit. Okay. So I was like, okay, That's interesting. Cool. So... I like that. Um, if anybody hasn't watched How TV Ruined Your Life, I haven't. What watched the fuck are you doing? You need to do it right now. <laughs> okay. It's on YouTube. It's his first series. It is hysterical. Mm-hmm. It's also ninety percent of the shit I say. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. It is hilarious. It's so good, but it's also a really interesting commentary on TV. Um, it's so good. Yes, it was very well done. Yeah. Um. What's next on the agenda? We could talk about Riverdale for a bit. Um, I have one more recommendation. We, oh, okay. Good place. Oh, yeah. You were Everybody, telling me this. I couldn't get through the first episode, but... The first episode was a little slow. Second episode, a little sto- slow, but I stuck in it. Mm-hmm. What a revolutionary fucking television show that is twists well fucking deserved and yeah. aplenty. Mm-hmm. It is great. Yes. I love it. Ted Danston... Welcome back to television. Kristen Bell, Firecracker. <laughs> All the supporting cast, amazing. Deserves every accolade. Watch it. Okay. Everyone, I'm going to give back. it another shot, and I'll let you know my thoughts. Yeah. Now let's get um, into Riverdale. I'm Riverdale. changing my stance. Be- I'm, like, changing how I'm sitting because, <laughs> wow. Wow, what trash. What the fuck? Okay, I'm sorry. So if you haven't watched and caught up, or even if you just haven't watched it, but you like to hear us complain about it, we're getting started. Yeah, we're so, getting started. Um... Riverdale, Riverdale. they had their mid-season finale, and by the time this comes out, it might be close to coming back on. Yeah, when is the I think it comes back on, like, January 15th or something like that. So, we're getting closer. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. It was... It was the most offensive thing I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of offensive things. We thought that they had reached the peak of absurdity in season two. Yeah. We were wrong. We thought that we had reached the peak of their exploitative views of what are supposed to be children in this show. They're like 15 years old. We were wrong again. Now we have people being forcibly given drugs. Forcibly given Tens drugs. Tens of, like, hundreds of people forcibly given drugs. Hundreds. We also have this weird fucking game. We have more of, it magic? seems like... Does magic exist in the Riverdale universe? Or not? I, my theory is, yes, it does. 
this should be one we should do a whole episode on does magic exist in the Riverdale universe okay we write will. that down for later okay it takes place in the same universe as Sabrina so by extension yes mm-hmm. but the show Riverdale always was very grounded in reality and gritty yeah. now it's getting into this fucking realm of like okay is this supernatural and it's annoying because so we saw that there's this gargoyle king thing I'm sorry can we just for one second let's ruminate gargoyle king yeah let's just just take a bit also season I three i'm wondering how they got away with griffins and gargoyles being such a direct ripoff of dungeons and dragons also is dungeons and dragons leading people to kill other people there was like one thing once like 30 years ago where i think a person's and this is just a story i heard so i don't know if this is like how accurate but i guess someone's character in a dungeons and dragons game died and then the guy like killed himself okay that's the extent but that i know it's not a game that inspires murder no oh, i'm dungeons so sick and of dragons shows. itself is yeah, fine I'm it's getting, just a game I'm it's sick a game of, that lots of people love well and it's like what i find very strange about like television in general with that type of, like, subculture, mm-hmm. is that it's always portray- portrayed as dangerous. Yeah. Always. And that it's, like, threatening. And demonic. And demonic, threatening, but also, like, antisocial, which it's not because it's a fundamentally it's inherently social, social. Because it's literally dependent on you being with other people. Yeah. You can't really do, like... To my knowledge, you can't do super really cool, like, campaigns by yourself. No. And I think there maybe are some, like, solo But they're not something. campaigns. But and that, yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about it. We'd have to get Logan to be a guest. Yeah, Logan, <laughs> to come talk back and it. talk to us about this. <laughs> Set us straight. We don't know what we're talking Set about. Set us straight. But what we do know is that they are just, like, I don't understand how they are getting away with just ripping it off so directly. Even literally. with, like, literally... Archie's called the Red Paladin, and the Paladin is actually a character from, like, the Dungeons and Dragons universe. Like, they're directly ripping stuff off, and I don't know how it's... And now they're like, oh, people are being drugged by Hiram Lodge. And Hiram Lodge went from, like, the annoying crime, like... Syndicate? Yeah. He went from this annoying, like, oh, he's a criminal, and he's kind of ruining people's lives, to... He wants Archie to be dead, and he's (laughs) drugging everybody, and he wants people to be dead. His cartoon villainy upped its fucking ante to the nth degree the nth degree i can't even tell it's you preposterous if it gets worse i literally can't there needs to be a twist where they're like no it actually wasn't hiram because logically it doesn't make sense it, for him to do this it's so stupid he's a criminal but it was always for his own monetary gain and now it's just he just because wants to ruin he's a people's classic, lives like they could have just left him as a classic mobster villain which is more interesting and it fit with the it initial fits with it, tone. like tone of your show where he's like this mobstery guy because people who are in the mob believe that what they're doing is right. Yeah. Hiram obviously knows that what he's doing is wrong. And I I think it's so lazy to be like he's just evil. Like that's not this isn't real. Like No, and then Veronica, Veronica after is all so of this positioning, she in her stupid speakeasy, she again speakeasy for how teens. old are they how old are they 15 16? they're 15 and then she goes oh maybe he's not so bad after all and we're like yeah, yeah little he, do you know because you don't seem to care your at all he your put friend, your boyfriend in jail yeah he wanted your boyfriend to be dead and your best friend he is doesn't now care in this about you horrible what do you even call it sisters of quiet mercy he closed down schools your friends are he displaced and a, homeless he has a drug lab because of him 
He's ruined people's lives. The uh, bottom line is bottom she line. is becoming so obliviously, like, beyond the point yeah, of belief. It's beyond the pale. And here's the thing. Like, I was talking to, to T about this. I am very disturbed and disheartened by how they are pimping out KJ Apa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, the man is very attractive, but he's also, like, a 19-year-old child and doesn't need to have his fucking shirt off. All the time. Glistening with fucking body oil every two seconds and never given a storyline that has him doing anything that's, A, in the canon of Archie, how his character is, Mm -hmm. B, logical in any way, C, anything about besides his fucking music or his body. Yeah. He, they're wasting, like, he's actually a good actor, and they're wasting him. Yeah. Lily Reinhardt, wasted in fucking Betty. Jughead, wasted. Camila Mendez, wasted. All these people wasting their talents because you can't fucking commit to a storyline. Oh, yes, but don't tell them that because as we have have seen, the cast of Riverdale is adamant that you are not allowed to have any other opinion except their show is amazing. And if you look up at the, if you look at the Twitter beef, what's the comedian's name that tweeted this? Oh, I don't remember. Elijah something? Yeah, Elijah something. (laughs) He tweeted... He tweeted, "Do the fan base of Riverdale know their show is know the show is it's trash, gar- or do they not yeah. care?" And KJ Apa and What's Ashley like, Murray and all these people know that you're garbage? and Lily Reinhardt got so mad. They were like, "Do you know that you're garbage?" I'm so sick of people shitting on my show and yeah. my life and my friends. It's like it's not against you; it's against the shitty writers that are forcing you into this terrible show. Yeah, like. You guys have contracts. You have things that tell you that you have to do this. I appreciate that. But I'm also going to critique the fuck out of this Mm -hmm. because the show is so good has perfect tone and then you ruin it because these yeah. writers don't know how what the fuck they're the doing. The writers aren't handling this well and as we've said before, you need to hire T and Sam to fix your we show. We would fix it so fucking quickly. But I'm so annoyed that like do these people, these actors who based on their like social media presence seem intelligent enough? No. Do they A think that this show is good? And B, do they not realize that people are allowed to have other opinions? I like, guarantee you. It's not okay 10, to be like, you have to like the show or you can't talk about yeah, it. I think, I'm of the opinion, 10 out of 10, this is my conviction. Oh, it they they were forced to. They were forced It's in to. their contract to defend the show, for sure. I bet you that one of the producers, the studio head, yeah. say, mm, maybe you should say something about this. Yeah. Because why they, they have, have to. to know that what they're doing doesn't make sense. It's outside the realm of even. But here's the thing: it's one of those shows that is positioned. This is exactly what happened with Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. Pretty Little Liars, straightforward mystery show. Yeah, and then becomes so outlandish. So outlandish. They've jumped the shark a million fucking times. <laughs> Riverdale has now. Yeah. And it's but it will never be canceled. It'll never be anything but a billion dollar empire because. The because, children love it. Because people can't stop watching it. And, uh, and they're we're main, one of them. We're some of them. We're some of them. But we're the people that are critiquing it that if Riverdale gets wind of it, there will be hitmen at our doors telling us to shut up because yeah. we're not allowed to disagree. Yeah, you're not but allowed. But the, their main demographic is literally like 11-year-olds. And I'm sorry, but 11-year-olds can't distinguish between no. good and bad television no. and what makes sense. Also, it's the pornography of KJ Apa, of Lily Reinhardt, of Camila is 
disgusting. It's gross. And very troubling. And having a show aim for little fucking teenagers mm-hmm. be so adult is too much. And again, it's like when Sabrina came out, it's like all of a sudden, oh, 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 we gotta be dark, 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 yeah. dark. I'm like, this is not... Sabrina was wild, and also, again, it has teenagers having orgies. So, I'm sorry, like, they know that their demographic is, like, young teenagers, and probably, like, through to young adults. No, and, like, we're no prudes. Like, I definitely think that there's space for fucking, you know, promiscuous, like... Totally. Whatever. I don't care. But it's like, holy fuck, if you don't know that your target audience is 11-year-olds, and maybe they don't, A, understand, or B, need to see all this shit, yeah. maybe they don't have that. Like, I just don't understand. Well, like, it's to an extent, like, in the first, and and even to, even for a bit the second season before the whole Dark Betty thing got even weirder. Oh, God. Like, and she's a webcam girl. That's hinted at for two fucking seconds. Yeah. And then it's like, LOL, And then why? she's not You anymore? don't talk about the dangerousness of it. Like, that isn't, like, a fun, chill thing you can do on a Friday no. night. Like, that's a serious thing. And if you're going to do that, you need to be 18 years old or more. Like, you can't be, like, 15 in a cam girl. That's child pornography, and that's what it was in the show. Yeah. They don't address that. They like, don't, because they're like, well, the actors are older than, nine, than 18, yeah, so it's Yeah, but it's, fine. Like, it's these like, people no, it's should not. just not be in high school in this show because yeah, it's that's not, thing. like... They needed to set it in, like, make it, like, Riverdale Community College Here's or something for all I Literally, care. simple fix. Beep, bop, boop, randomly jumps three years ahead. Yeah. They've graduated. Mm-hmm. It's the summer after graduation. All yeah. this is taking place. Thanks. That would make I more solved sense. your fucking problem. Yeah. Somebody got a whack on the head. It's three years later. They yeah, woke up. Literally. Anything. Mm-hmm. Anything to take us out of this horror. Because yes. it makes no sense whatsoever. And like, Betty's mom. What? That? What are her motivations? Oh, what yeah. the fuck the, is that? The Betty's random sister, cult what? scenario. Also, my favorite part about season three so far... That my main takeaway is, if you wear layered necklaces, you're in a cult. <laughs> literally. Literally. It's, it's, and like, no one noticing that Betty is literally locked up for, for weeks? Question yes. mark? No one seems to care that she's gone. Also, why, Especially again, Veronica. And I'm like. My biggest, my biggest hatred of the show, just to bring this back. Why the fuck? F-U-C-K, <laughs> would you name a motherfucking juvenile detention center? Oh, God, Leopold and Lois. After two notorious child murders. Murderers. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, this detention center. Let's name it after a criminal. That's logical and makes sense. Yeah, that makes tons of sense. Also, Leopold and Loeb. Fuck you. That would I never was literally happen. like, I burst out laughing and yelled, fuck you at the television because <laughs> it's bullshit. And that was when it was the beginning of the end. The first episode alone, they could have stretched out the almost half a season of his trial, mm-hmm. which they should have done for dramatic tension. A B it would have made sense. C what the fuck this whole show. They just, I, I don't know. Maybe it is 11-year-olds that are writing it. I wouldn't be surprised. It's, these storylines are similar to what the storylines I created as a child when I was playing Barbies. Or fan fiction. Yes, it also is very fan fiction-y. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? It's enough. It is. You need to let us come in. <laughs> and fix it. I'll pitch eight ideas that are better than the trash you have. <laughs> And it'll be good because I actually am a fan of this universe and the show and these actors. I think you lucked out with like 
really, really good, good chemistry actors. and really good totally. actors. Please utilize them. Yes, effectively. Effectively. Thanks. Also, t- TV in general. I'm going to do a letter. <laughs> Add some piano music after this in post. <laughs> Dear television. Hi, it's your girl Sam. I watch a lot of you. And one troubling statistic that keeps coming up is boyfriend and girlfriend sharing siblings. Why? Why? Why does that seem to be appropriate? Appropriate? Why would you even make that be a thing in the first place? No one in real life has ever had this happen. If they ever had, they would have broken up with their boyfriend or girlfriend. Why? Please stop. Please stop. It's gross. It's not fun. Please stop. Best wishes, Samantha. (laughs) Guys, I swear to God, I see one more shared sibling storyline. I'm going to lose it. It's gross. It's so gross. It's really and it's yucky. so weird how the show is just blowing past. And like, SP oh, it's and fine. Alice have a son. Their Who's... kids are dating. They are also dating. None of it's weird. No, like, all of these at least, relationships don't add up. At least in Gossip Girl, where they ripped the storyline off. Yeah. At least in Gossip Girl, it was a point of contention. Serena was like, Mom, please don't date my boyfriend's dad. I yeah. love him. Yeah. And Mom was like, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I want. And they were forced to break up. At least that makes some sort of sense. Yeah. It's more But no, they're just going to blow past it. Whatever. No. Oh, we don't have conventional morals in Riverdale. No, but it's not even that. It's just like, you could have done so many things with this if you chose to include it. Why did you do this? Because their thing is like not to have normal relationships and dramatize them. Mm -hmm. It's to just have the most outlandish, crazy situations you could possibly imagine. With the stupid music in the background. I hate the music. Yeah, literally. And it's constantly like. I can't stand it. I'm like. God. It's it's almost as bad as la 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 <laughs> constantly la la la. la That's from la, uh, Gilmore Girls: A Year in the Life, if you don't God, recall. Fuck it, no. Um, so we're running out of time. We gotta go. We gotta go. I got places to be and people to see. Um, before we go, watch a Bird Box. Yeah. It was tense. It was oh, a wild ride. Oh, we did ride. talk about it, didn't we? And the memes are on fire. The memes are hilarious. They're so funny. Overall thoughts, I deem it a four out of five. I liked it. it wasn't perfect. Yeah. Kind of weird child abuse. Yeah. For sure. Great, though. Yeah, it was good. Wish we could have seen the monster, though. That seemed like a cop-out to me. Well, I read that they had shown it. Did you read this? Yeah. And it, Sandra Bullock said it looked like a long baby or something disgusting, but... I but don't know. again, it, maybe fix it. It reminded me of, like, It Comes at Night, where you don't really oh, find out. so fucking good. But the I thing that, that was confusing movie. was, like... Were the monsters out, or was it just like, like it kind of just seemed like it's an enigma. Yeah, it's just like something elemental that's outside. But my main question was like, can they not get inside of a house? It seems easy enough. No, I know. Like it can't get in when you open the door. Yeah. That seemed like a bit of a cop-out as well. Yeah. Very strange rules in this universe. Um why <laughs> but everything else about it i really liked it was good. i thought it was fun and sandy bullock as usual perfection it was great Excellent sarah paulson actress. was really good too oh, for I the bit her. she was in i love her um yes tune in next week tune in next week we will hopefully be um 
having we will hopefully have seen the return of Riverdale. We'll give yes. you our thoughts. Give our thoughts. And maybe we will do some bad lyrics or something of the like. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a great year of trying our best. <laughs> That's all we can hope for. That's all we can hope for. <laughs> okay, it's been nice talking to you. Cheers, mates. See you in um see you in a little bit. Bye. Okay, bye.